Welcome to the Primal Blueprint Podcast, featuring fresh and lively commentary on all things Primal, including Q&A sessions with Primal Blueprint founder Mark Sisson, special guest interviews hosted by Mark Sisson, and conversations with Primal Blueprint authors and other health and fitness experts. The show is presented by Primal Master Formula, the world's most potent multivitamin, mineral, antioxidant, and anti-aging supplement, available at primalblueprint.com. Past episodes are available for download or to review written summaries at blog.primalblueprint.com. And now, here's your host, L. Russ. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today we have a very special guest and a very good friend of the Primal Blueprint for many years, Marla Saris, founder of paleoporn.com and author of two amazing cookbooks coming out, or one's already out, Pigskin Paleo, which is a grain-free paleo game day recipe book, and also the upcoming Lost Paleo, our Paleo MX for Mexican recipes. And Marla is an entrepreneur, educator, and cookbook author from Chicago and runs the very popular food blog, paleoporn.com. If you have not checked it out, you really should. After dedicating many years to teaching at one of the nation's top high schools, Marla left her career to pursue a healthier, sustainable lifestyle, discovered paleo in 2009, and continues to indulge her passion for teaching through paleo porn and her cookbooks. When she's not in the kitchen, Marla is one third of Spire, a brand development agency. She is executive producer of the number one indie documentary of 2016, Minimalism, a documentary about the important things, and co-creator of the meditation course, Week of Zen, which we are going to get into because that is launched already and you can get in on that. So we'll be getting into all these topics. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Al. <laughs> so, so tell us, on your paleo porn website, you really have a great layout of the timeline of you and your uh, partner husband, Jeff Saras, who created this. And one of the things is, is you do attribute this interest in paleo to Mark Sisson. Tell us how you even got involved in this. Yeah. So uh, when we first uh, started down the health journey, we were, you know, we've always been health conscious people. And when Mark released the Primal Blueprint, we were reading, we read it right away. And Jeff had already been reading Mark's Daily Apple. And um, when we both read the Primal Blueprint, it was like everything clicked into place. It just made sense for us. And so we started, we started off 8020 primal and then um got into removing the dairy from our diet and we've been following mark since that time and and it's just been that's he's been the one that introduced us to paleo so yeah it's been fabulous <laughs> well let's talk about your website paleoporn.com i mean it's a great place to go for recipes that are primal gluten-free let's talk about one of your two books pigskin paleo which is a great cover it's you like in football gear with the the under eye charcoal and it's all about like game day recipes because you know game day recipes are usually really crappy and fried and have a bunch of junk so <laughs> so i love that you made a book for this can you mention a few things in there that are alternatives to classic game day recipes that you were able to make primal? So pigskin paleo is is filled with all sorts of different recipes. We've got sliders, there's appetizers. It's really, we call it a game day recipe book, but it's really for the person who during the week needs any kind of recipe. I mean, there's um, sloppy joes in there and we've got all sorts of things that you would find at like a burger bar. Um, and 
it was it was a lot of fun making. We we had a first edition of the book, and then we came out with a second edition that expanded it even more and talked more about our story, which we didn't include in the first version. But um, yeah, there's it's a lot of um, like I said, we call it game day recipes, but it's it's a lot of everyday meals that people can relate to, um, and and then you know find gluten-free paleo options for those types of foods. Especially things like sloppy joes. Like that's something that you could do a whole family. You've got a bunch of kids coming over for a party, make everyone happy with something like that, cheap and easy, and then you can make a better version of it. So yeah, they are more than just game day. Yeah. Yeah. And like things like pulled pork, you know, like a Cuban style pulled pork sandwich and, you know, there's several different options. There's desserts as well, but, um, like things that use the pressure cooker and the slow cooker. And I tried to get a variety of different options in there for people um, through all different types of mediums in the kitchen. That's amazing. And tell us about the new book coming out about paleo Mexican food, because that sounds really exciting. And that's something that's a little difficult for people (laughs) to primal. Yeah, it's... um... I'm so excited to get this book out. We um, we have over 100 authentic Mexican paleo recipes in the book, and we've got several different tortilla recipes, and it's just the focus is on authenticity of Mexican food and bringing the traditions of those meals to those who are gluten-free and paleo. And so we have things... Uh, there's a sopas recipe there, which is one of my favorites, which is why I say it. Um, there's, there's a lot of recipes that use cassava and cassava flour. And it's just, I, I am so excited to bring these to the public and have everybody be trying them. It's been over a year that we've been recipe testing and working on this book. And, and like, we have a lot of the desserts as well. Um, we've got flautas and I'm drawing a blank on some of the names, but I mean, I'm, I can taste all the recipes in my mouth as I'm like thinking through. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited too. I actually have, uh, I was sort of, I went to a camp as a young child with kids from Mexico city. And so I still have friends that are my age who live in Mexico city or have moved to the States and, a few of them, for a variety of reasons, need to go primal and paleo and sometimes ask me questions, but I cannot wait to give them your book and be like, hi, here's your cuisine done paleo. Check it out, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, so that they can see how even their own cuisine can be healthier. Yeah. And my friend, Anna, who is the co-author, she was born in Mexico. Mexico City is the region where these recipes are coming from. And a lot of them are authentic to her family. And like there's a gordita recipe, which is actually a cookie. Um, And it's just so intricate in the flavors that produce um, like this this special cookie like this within her family. Um, There's a lot of really great discussions that Anna and I have had over creating this book because she would talk about the ingredients needed in the original recipe. And then I would talk through like how to, how we would create this into a paleo recipe and ask her all these questions that would bring up you know, things that she never thought about. Like, for example, guacamole is a recipe in the book, which of course you think of Mexican food, you think of guacamole. But I mean, have you ever considered what ingredients are actually natural to guacamole? Like 
tomatoes are an American invention of adding to guacamole. It's not a traditional ingredient that's added. And so just talking through creating these recipes, like the tres leches cake we made and like tres leches means three milks, but like an actual tres leches cake doesn't necessarily have three different milks in it. Um, and so creating that gluten-free paleo version that's also dairy-free um, was, it was a lot of fun, you know, playing in the kitchen with Anna and figuring out like what flavors to create. And like that trace leches cake, when we created that recipe, I, um, planned out all the ingredients. We tested it out in one go and we, and I nailed it. And it was like, Oh, I love that. You know, you know, you didn't have to do it a thousand times. That first time was like, boom, we got it. (laughs) Well, that's a good sign. If you guys got it on the first round, then that's likely everyone else will. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like I said, I'm just super excited to get other people cooking those recipes. And when can we expect that book? Is it available for pre-order right now, or when should we look for that? It's not available for pre-order yet, but um, we're looking at a, a summer release right now. So um, probably near the end, around August 2017. Yeah. Do you have a newsletter or something you can sign up for on your website if people want to be made aware of when that book comes out? Absolutely. Right on the homepage of Paleo Porn, you can join what, what I call the Paleo Porn family, and you can submit your name and email, and then you'd be the first to know when the book becomes available. That's great. Um, before we get into this amazing program you're running, uh, a meditation course called Week of Zen. I just want to touch on this number one indie documentary of 2016, which I believe is still currently on Netflix, perhaps. I watched it on Netflix, so I'm not sure if it's still on there, but it's called Minimalism. Yeah, a documentary about the important things. Tell us what got you involved in this topic and enough to go forward and produce a documentary, which is a lot of work. So it's got to be something that's, you know, really a passion project. Yeah. Um, so, Jeff and I were, I would consider us minimalists prior to going paleo. It was uh, a movement that, you know, just like paleo started really small and then started to spread. And a lot of people think about it as material goods and, you know, limiting the number of things that you own. And that can be part of it. And that can be a direction that people take with it. But it's more than just how many things you have in your house. And you can approach minimalism from every standpoint of your life, um, to the point where, you know, are the people that you're including in your life, are they helping? Are they promoting the lifestyle that you want? Are they, Are you finding that it's a good relationship? You know, you can deal with it relationships. You can deal with it with things, with every aspect of your life you can associate with. um, Does this give meaning? And so um, we had been experimenting with a lot of the minimalist principles. And we met Josh and Ryan who run the minimalists.com when they first started their blog. And we got to be really good friends with them. And, um, we started this project. Uh, it's been a three year project, the documentary, and we, um, worked on it with them, our, our business spire and then the minimalists and then our, um, director, Matt, who's based out of New York. And it was the six of us. There was a small team that worked on the film and Matt 
toured with Josh and Ryan and got all of the footage and, um, Spire did a lot of the marketing aspects. So the website and all the design work, and then we took part in every step of the way of the editing. Like we would, Matt would, he would come up with a version, send it out to us for feedback, and then we would provide our feedback. And, um, we went to film festivals with it. We had a theatrical release. And like I said, it was a three-year project in that time frame. And now, like you said, it is available on Netflix and it is worldwide. So you can find that there. And um, that's minimalismfilm.com where you can actually, um, that'll direct you to where it's available all over the internet. So it's on Vimeo, it's on iTunes, it's on Amazon, it's also on Netflix. So yeah, that was a huge project that um, we were working on all while I was having health issues. (laughs) Yeah, let's get into that. Because you recently wrote a blog post about how like, you know, you've been doing paleo and then you thought it was all right, but it was all wrong. So let's get into the health stuff that led you to create this, you know, meditation course, Week of Zen, which we'll get into the details of. But first, let's talk about the health uh, crisis. I know a little bit of it from us having conversations privately. Um, But yeah, share with everyone sort of what was it that you were like, something's not right? Yeah. So um, like you said, I was a math teacher for six years. In 2010, I quit that teaching position and started to dig deeper into paleo and myself and just getting really healthy because I was completely stressing myself out with the job. And um, I'm just, I'm a, I put 110% into everything that I do. And so um, like I was eat, sleep and running all day, 24 hours a day teaching. And um, so I started the blog right when I quit my teaching job. And a couple of years later, that's when we produced the first edition of Pixie and Paleo. And I was in the best shape of my life when I hit 30 years old. And I had lost 60 pounds going paleo. And I felt the most fabulous I had ever felt in my entire life and, and at that time. And we wanted to up our game with paleo porn. And so um, we were also working on our business and there was just a lot going on with the entrepreneurial side of my life. And um, we did a kitchen remodel in February of 2014 for our home so we could do more video. And um, it was around that time. And I didn't realize this until about mm, a year later, but it, it was at that time that my weight just started um, increasing and my energy just was decreasing. And I was, I was depressed a lot and I was even more anxious than I normally would be. (laughs) Um, and it was just, it was a struggle for, uh, a really long time. I tried doing so many different things. I, I went, uh, I tried to go completely keto for a while, which, Um, I had always had more carbs than being in ketosis uh, on a regular basis. Um, And so trying to go keto and go low carb and um, that just didn't work. My weight kept going up. I tried finding a primal doctor in our vicinity of Chicago and um, I met with one who was actually primal blueprint certified and he was the one that told me to focus on going keto. And so those like those efforts, they just they weren't helpful and things just kept getting worse. My depression got worse. My weight went up. It was, and we, Jeff and I would do 
and try all different things to try and fix it ourselves. But then it came to a point where I just, I needed professional help. (laughs) And was that around the time when you guys came out to California, we went on a hike and I remember being like, maybe it's your thyroid or adrenals or something. And is that when I, I suggested that doctor in Chicago who then tested your adrenals? Yeah. So at the point when I'm, when we were talking, it had already been a year of us trying to figure it out ourselves. And I started working before we met up with a functional diagnostic nutritionist who would run tests, who um, he was running some tests with me, except it was really difficult because that was around the time that we were doing a lot of travel for the film with the film festivals and with the theatrical release. And the reason we were out um, in LA was uh, the theatrical release um, of the film in LA. And so when we met up with you, um, it was, it was so funny because like I said, I had looked into things, but I mean, I, I, on a day-to-day basis, I could do the dishes and that was so draining that that was the only thing I could do at the time. And I want to interject and glad that you mentioned that because when people have serious adrenal issues, that is, it's a state of being overwhelmed, right? It's sometimes the way I, uh, oftentimes people experience it. And I did was three, three pronged, which was sensitivity to light, sensitivity to sounds, uh, sensitivity to smells. And then I guess a fourth one being overwhelmed where literally, like you said, just doing the dishes and knowing that you had to do one other thing could make you cry. Like multitasking is not a part of your vocabulary during those times, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, way, way beyond, there was no existence of multitasking. I mean, there was even to say tasking, (laughs) that was an effort. (laughs) Yeah. It's a really brutal place to be because you can't muster up the wherewithal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we run a business, so I was in charge of responding to clients and things like that. And so one of the things I had to do was stop. I I could no longer deal with email. I mean, people would email me personal and professionally, and I just wouldn't respond because, I mean, that one email took so much effort. And I didn't have that. I didn't have the mental capacity to even talk to Jeff, you know, on some days. (laughs) So it's, it was horrible. I mean, the worst that I've ever experienced in my life. And I was at the time still following, you know, a paleo diet. I was, and I was more than a hundred percent in, I was, I was a hundred percent paleo and biohacking, you know, because I was trying to increase my fats. And so, and I was doing all this testing on my own. I was checking my ketones. I was, you know, pricking my finger and daily checking my blood sugar. I mean, I was trying so many different things to, to see what was wrong on my own before we had that talk. And I mean, we were just standing next to each other at the Primal Kitchen launch party and talking about, who knows what? And then all of a sudden, I we had ta- started diving into what we were dealing with. And then, and then you recommended a doctor who was literally 20 minutes from my house. I mean... Yeah, that was a good one. And you know what? That was a great save only because I knew about that doctor because Cher, who was on a podcast with us, she's in my book as one of the success stories, that was someone I had found from some list or looked into for her. And she had gone to him and had good experiences. So then I was like, oh, well, I know of one guy in Chicago that might help you. And tell us what you discovered through going to him. Yeah. So um, Dr. Reynas at Integrative Therapies Wellness Center is my doctor. And he is a fantastic person. <laughs> like I 
walked into his office at the first appointment and on his desk was a pamphlet for doTERRA essential oils. And he, <laughs> I'm laughing too. Cause well, I obviously love those essential oils. I use them all the time. And also, you know, when you see that, that someone's way open-minded about alternative treatments. Right. Right. Absolutely. And so like the first conversation we had was, you know, I, I had been um, working out at daily method um, a few months prior to, um, meeting up with him. And right there, that's like something that I would never have been able to say, um, within the two years prior, like I stopped working out. Cause I mean, I could, like I said, I could barely do the dishes or tie my shoes to go outside. I mean, working out was just not even an option. So I had started going back to the daily method. And then when I met Dr. Reynas, he was promoting daily method as well. And that, that right there, like he had also just had bulletproof coffee that morning, and it was <laughs> it, it was like I found my man. <laughs> That's great. I got uh, let's let's re say his name for the people in the Midwest who might want to see him. Yeah, Dr. Carlos Reynas at Integrative Therapies Wellness Center, and um, yeah, he's now in Oak Park, and they just moved offices. So yeah, he is um, definitely someone I recommend. Now, he tested your adrenals, correct? Um, yes. And that, and that was the big problem, right? Yeah. Prior to meeting up with him, I had run um, with my FDN. I had run a whole bunch of tests. And then you had recommended through private MD labs, I believe is the name of it, um, mm-hmm. a, a couple of tests for me to run on my own. And then I brought all of those test results to him. And my adrenal test showed my cortisol levels were in the literal skull and crossbone section on the test results. Which, was that all day long or morning cortisol or just your cortisol was crap all day? It was all day. <laughs> okay. So that, so let's tell everyone. So <laughs> for those of you who don't know, or uh, you're probably familiar with it, our audience, but you know, your adrenal glands, when they get overexhausted, eventually they will deplete, you know, and you then cannot produce cortisol in the same way. And that's why it takes three freaking hours to get out of bed. That's why you have no energy to do anything. And so it's really important. And while a paleoprimal lifestyle supports adrenals, the one area you probably veered off into accidentally was the lifestyle component, right? Too much stress, right? And and sometimes it, it could have been overworking out while you were stressed, or it could have been just stress in general. Any of those things, you know, we have them in life. Someone's going to die. Someone's going to get a divorce. Someone's going to, right? Someone's going to lose their job. So in those moments, it's, it makes, you got to, pay extra attention attention to treating and fostering your adrenal output, which can be done naturally. Um, so once your adrenals were skull and crossbones, what was the protocol that you followed after to get them back on track? Yeah, so the, I, I did everything I possibly could to relieve stress because stress was exactly what the problem was for me. I mean, it was stress that was out of control, you know? Um, so like I re I relieved myself from Spire. I stopped communicate doing the communications and things like that. I only stuck with the finances, which is what I currently am continuing to do now. Um, I stopped publishing blog posts on paleo porn, even though I was still semi cooking, <laughs> I just, I couldn't bring myself to take photos and to post the, you know, to write anything and do any of that. Um, but then once I relieved myself from my responsibilities, I then it or introduced what I like to call my stress relieving activities. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I 
started using doTERRA essential oils and I started doing Epsom salt baths and I have a whole blog post about how I messed that up and it took me four four tries to actually have a relaxing bath. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, who, who knew anyone could fail at a bath? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. You're, you're outstanding. <laughs> no, it was, it was pretty hilarious. I mean, cause I don't know if you know this. I mean, you probably have taken an Epsom salt bath out, but some bathtubs you have to cover that drain hole, um, so that it's, it's there so that your tub doesn't overflow. And so the first time I got in the bath, it was like, the tub is only half full and draining. And I was like, how do people do this? <laughs> That's awesome. My adrenal fatigue brain was like, why isn't this working? <laughs> You're right. Like, how does a bath work? Yeah. That's how it, that's what happens. I mean, it's, it's a joke, but it's true. Yeah, uh, totally. And so that was like the first time. So then I ordered the cover for that. Right. And then I, I put the cover on and I filled the bathtub and, and then second time I get in and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. It's fine. I can do this. And, and then I, I don't even know what the second thing was, but I just remember when I used the essential oils, I was dropping them directly into the water. And so I would get in and there would be this burning sensation on my legs. And I was like, why, why is it, why is it burning? (laughs) This is supposed to be relaxing. Oh my God. It like causes more, your first four baths cause more stress. <laughs> yeah. For real. It totally did. And so then I, and then I was like, oh my gosh, you can't oil and water. Hello. They don't mix, you know? So it's like you would drop the essential oils into the water and it would just sit there and then in that little pool. And so then they would touch my skin. And anyways, now I understand, right? Because I don't have that brain happening anymore. I, I have brain function again. <laughs> Right, so you figured it out. Right. And so like I would tell I would tell my friends and they were like, you know, you need to blend your uh Epsom salt with your essential oils and combine them in a in a glass jar before you put them into the water. And then I was like, Hey, thank you for using your brain to help me because my brain was not working. (laughs) But I mean, that was just a couple of things. I mean, I started doing monthly massages to try and relax and Um, I got into uh, the infrared sauna using that for detoxing. Uh, I, like I said, I joined the daily method and started doing bar and then they started offering restorative yin yoga. And that was the most relaxing thing I had ever experienced in my entire life. Yeah. I know that, um, Kyle Sisson just mentioned on a podcast a few weeks ago that he and his mom, Carrie, they both do the yin yoga, like every week. That's their thing that they do in an evening. And, um, I've been to those classes before and they are wonderful. Yeah. It's so peaceful. And you go into a place, uh, at least I do. I go into a place where I've, I've never been so calm in my entire life. And, and then you walk out of there and it's like life hits you in the face, <laughs> but it's like, for that one hour of the day that I'm actually in that those classes, it's just it's super calming. And that led me into meditation and and starting my meditation practice. So I How often do you meditate? What's your practice? Um, that's a great question. I I aim for at least once a day, but that's not always the case, right? So um I'd say twice a week is where I'm actually at, but I strive to do it every day. 
especially when I, I mean, when I have an anxiety attack or which I still do have, even though right now my adrenals are back up and they're back to normal and my brain functions back, but I still get panic attacks. And whenever I am stressing myself out, I reach for meditation and I go and I spend at least 20 minutes uh, in my happy place. (laughs) And that makes me, um, you know, as Dan Harris likes to say, 10% happier. And I free up some space in my, in my brain and, and it, it just helps me move on with, with my day. And uh, there's nothing like it that I've never experienced anything like it. So, well, it's amazing that the doctor on my book, the paleothyroid solution, Dr. Forsman, and he's been on the podcast a lot. Um, he, gosh, I mean, one of his main prescriptions for mo- for a lot of people is meditation. And actually he gives pointers based on certain personalities, what kind of meditations might work or not work for people. Some people need more grounding meditation. Some people might do better with, you know, guided meditation or just classical. And <clears throat> I know there are a variety, but again, I just want to impart on everyone. You can do everything right, but your mind is a part of this too, right? And the messages we're sending. So even though I have fine adrenal status right now and I'm not stressed in life, there are moments when I'm go, go, go throughout the day. And then you just get that energy and you're go, 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 go. And then like, then I look at my like you know heart rate monitor and I realize it's like way up there and I'm probably outputting cortisol or adrenaline. Like I do have to still take moment because even the exciting stress can right you know even something really exciting yeah. and fun and you're go 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 you don't realize in that moment you're releasing stress hormones even though it could be a fun thing. So I think it's just really mindful awareness of moments when if you feel amped and you're going, even if it's a good project you're working on, there still might be a moment in there to stop and go, hold on a minute. Do I need to work this fast? Right. Can I take a breather? Right. Cause you know, I'm a fast talker. I'm efficient. I can work in a hundred miles an hour kind of person, but that necessarily is not the answer because that can get into a bad spiral. So I even have to watch it because even when it's a positive thing, do you know what I'm saying? Even when it's positive, it can still be stressful. You have to see like, How's your heart feeling? Do you feel like you got stuff coursing through your veins? You probably do. It's time to take a breather or a five-minute break. Yeah, absolutely. And like my cortisol levels, I met with Dr. Reynas um, August 20th of 2016, so almost a year ago. And that was when my cortisol was back to normal. And immediately after I got that news, I was like, all right, my brain's working. My levels are good. Let's get shit done. Like I want to start working on these projects that I've had thoughts for over the last two and a half years and haven't been able to move forward, like not even a baby step. And so like Paleo Max is one of those projects and, and Week of Zen is one of those projects. And I immediately was like, let's do this now. And then of course, then there's this other part of my brain that's like, look, you just healed from, uh, two and a half years of, of depression and, you know, killing yourself basically over stress. And now you're going to reintroduce all that. No, you should take a step back. (laughs) Well, right. And so then I love how you're bringing what has sort of been a part of helping you solve your problem to the rest of the world. Let's talk about this course you have called week of Zen. Um, give us the details. What is it about? Yeah, so Week of Zen is a guided meditation course that I created with uh, Lorna, who is uh, the person who led me through meditation uh, originally at the Daily Method and um, 
and then on her own as well. So, um, she is who helped me heal. And through her guided meditations, she's the person who introduced calm into my life. And so as I was going through this with her, I, I just had the idea that, um, like I said, you know, your brain isn't working on when you're in uh, adrenals are out of control. And so to say that I had an idea of any kind is like a, (laughs) something that's amazing. Um, so like I had this idea to work with Lorna and help bring her meditations to other people who are new to meditating. And I brought the idea to her. She was game to, to do this. And I was like, let's get in the studio. And so, um, I recorded with her in a local studio that we have here and recorded the guided meditations. There's seven days of guided meditation and, um, they range from 12 minutes to 25 minutes. So we ease you in, um, with short, sweet guided talking. So all you have to do is plug in and listen and just sit and listen. And the point of week of Zen is to get you started on your first taste of meditation and starting the habit. And again, just like with Paleo Max, I'm super excited to have people try this, try week of Zen out and, and start meditation and see how it works for them and hear Lorna's practice because it's different from, um, like I've tried several other types of meditation before, but it wasn't until Lorna guiding me through and, and silencing or not, or trying not silencing, but creating space in my brain as I'm, you know, as I'm trying to relax, just her, her methods are for every day. It's just, it's a different method than I've ever experienced. So, um, yeah, it's also my favorite. I, um, prefer guided meditations. That's what resonates with me versus sitting there and doing the, I guess, I'm not sure if it would be transcendental meditation or what you would call where you're just quieting the mind and you're focusing on a single thought or a word. That is not my jam. (laughs) So that's just for me. And I like this because this is a great way to introduce people to it. When you have a guided meditation, you will see and feel the benefits right after that first one. And you'll see that you want to keep on going. And then you can go from there. Once you're done with your course, it's like there are a million other people in this world who have guided meditation CDs. There's free on YouTube. You know, anyone could go on right now and, and try one. And I think to have that access and I mean, just that taste of it, like you said, it'll get you going and it really, you'll see the results. I think after just one meditation, you'll, you'll see the benefits. Yeah. 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 So I'm so, um, I, and I use the, the recordings that we have, I, I use them often. And truthfully, the reason why I got Lorna in the studio in the first place was so that I could have her on demand for myself. <laughs> right. Totally a selfish, yeah, totally selfish reason. Um, is the course something where like, I just go on and I can download all of the meditations for the week? Is it, it's not live at a certain time where I have to log in, right? Can you give us the logistics of how this works? Sure. So, um, once you, after you purchase, you would be given a login and then you'll log into the site at weekofzen.com and then you will have access to the first day's recording. And every day for seven days, I'll send you a short and sweet email 
and provide you access to the next day's recording. And then you'll be able to download the recording so you can play the MP3 on whatever device, wherever, whenever you want. And yeah, so, so it is, um, dripped out. So one day you'll, you'll day one, you'll only have access to day one, day two, you'll have access to day one and day two. So by day seven, you'll have access to all seven recordings. Um, and we, we really encourage you to do them every day in a row. So truthfully, the point would be on day one, when you purchase, you would want to have, uh, you know, that time allotted. And it's really short. Like I said, like morning meditation for me is the best, but it's also good for people, you know, preparing to go to sleep. So like if you're laying in bed, you know, right before you go to sleep, you can listen to this meditation and relax and ease into sleep. So there's two different options that we, we recommend, but I prefer morning meditations right when I wake up because I want, I want my day to start out relaxed, not in a state of, Oh my gosh, where do I have to be? And when do I have to be there? <laughs> Cause that's going to be coming in anyway. Right. In your day. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So that has, uh, so that's ready to go. You can go to weekofzen.com for that course. Yeah. Excellent. So tell us now what's your, um, I also want to just go back briefly and touch into something that people might be questioning <clears throat> when you were talking about, you're like, I was doing keto, I was doing everything and, and nothing was working. That's right. Keto won't work in those scenarios. <laughs> it, and, and, you know, a lot of people have, who have thyroid issues will contact me and they'll be like, I did keto and I did everything. And someone said, I don't think I could even get into ketosis. And that's kind of true. Like it's almost sometimes impossible to get into that state uh, when your thyroid and or adrenals are screwed up. So that's why it wasn't able to work for you. And so if you've tried that and it's not working for you, there's a reason. And it might be this one. Um, so a 24-hour saliva adrenal test, um, anyone can do. I think you can go to canaryclub.com. You can just order it yourself if if you're in a state that allows it. And I think you pay a hundred bucks, you do the saliva test and you can even do it yourself and, and check out where your adrenal status is. And then I just want to share right off the bat too with everyone that some of the things you can do to support your adrenals are a good B complex or depending on your MTHFR, um, maybe a methyl CPG, like a methyl B folate combo. And then also sea salt. Um, our adrenal glands run on salt, having a little bit of salt in the morning, like a little half a flat teaspoon, or even just a pinch of sea salt right down the hatch with some lemon water. Um, and then vitamin C. Vitamin C is a big supporter of adrenals. And depending on what age you're at, DHEA sulfate, DHEA often gets lowered in our mid-30s and moving forward. And that often gets low with people who have adrenal issues. So just some thoughts for people out there on testing and some natural things you can do to support your adrenals other than, of course, sleep and not over-exercising and chronic cardio, et cetera. Um, and then the big component really is stress because the messages we send ourselves from our mind are really potent, um, sometimes more so than food or supplements. Yeah. Yeah. And those are all things that I actually did implement. I mean, the, the sleep time, I mean, we were always getting eight hours of sleep, but at one point, I mean, we called it vampire hours. We would go to bed at, you know, three, four in the morning sometimes. And prior to that, it would be like one, two a.m. And so one of the things I had to really start regulating was going to bed at 10 p.m. and making that a priority. And so, yeah, sleep right there, even though I was getting eight hours of sleep, it was the time when I was going to sleep that was screwing, screwing me up, you know? I'm really glad you mentioned that because 
getting on a natural circadian rhythm, unless you are working some graveyard shift, is really the way to go. And a lot of people that I know that have anxiety or stress issues, they still are failing to really make an effort on the sleep. And I'm so glad that you did that and that you mentioned that because it is so important. You have to do something at some point, you know, because no amount of supplements is going to change your sleeping routine. And, you know, there's that witching hour, right, where if you're up past a certain point, then you're kind of screwed. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Like, like if it's reached midnight and you normally go to bed at 10, it's like you get this extra energy, right? And then you might be up till two. And then, I mean, that can just ruin and it does ruin your cortisol. That's why when you don't get good sleep, you feel like shit the next day. It's because your body didn't get enough time to rest and cortisol output is, is not optimal. Right. And we would be, I mean, I'd be up that late, like on my computer working on, you know, writing or blog posts or, or just watching TV. And so it was like the blue light in addition to, you know, just being up that late was just counterproductive. (laughs) Absolutely. Other than, other than week of Zen and paleo, uh, MX, I mean, sounds like you already have enough on your table. Is there anything in the future we should be looking for on your blog or anything else, uh, coming up? Currently, those are, those are two big handfuls that I'm, I'm working get out. So yeah, those are the two things right now. So yeah. What else about your healing journey? Or if you could, um, you know, you mentioned like tying your shoes was even an issue and I get that. And that sounds dramatic to a lot of people, but you'd be surprised. I mean, I, I, I've had I had someone say to me yesterday, they're like, I at one point couldn't even barely open the refrigerator door, you know? I mean, and I understand that it is a level of exhaustion and uh, that it's hard to comprehend, but for people out there who might want to see if this might be their issue, what are some other things that you can think of that, I mean, I know, you know, depression, exhaustion, anything else or a random symptom or things that then eventually went away. And then you were like, Oh, I don't have that anymore. That might be a good tip off to people out there. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, so I had some severe depression that was, it was horrible. Um, and, uh, anxiety. I had numbness in my hands and my feet when I would be sleeping. I was having anxiety attacks before bed where it would feel like my throat was closing up and I couldn't breathe. And it, at points it felt like my I was going to swallow my tongue, <laughs> um, which I laugh at now. And I, I mean, I know that it's horrible. And um, I, th- I only get those anxiety attacks much less now than I was having. Um, some things that I did add in, I, I know you mentioned the supplements and I, I was, I am taking uh, DHEA and vitamin C and probiotics. And, um, those are now my regular protocol of supplements, but also bone broth, introducing bone broth every day oh, yeah. was, um, uh, a main component of my healing and, um, adding more sea vegetables to my diet. So, I know if people were following on like my Instagram or anything like that, they would have noticed I was talking a lot dulse flakes a lot mm-hmm. um, and adding those on everything and having nori. Um, and I, I, uh, some of the recipes I was adding on the blog around the time when I was going through all of this had a lot of those sea vegetables added and adding fermented foods was another thing. So um, my go-to has been sauerkraut and, fermented drinks, but I had to get rid of coffee and kombucha because they were just, the caffeine was not helping me. So I had to remove a lot of caffeine. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. If you are suffering from adrenal stuff, you got to move to decaf or cut it out entirely. And it's only temporary because 
I, once you get adrenal solved down the road, you're able to tolerate that, but you can't, and you're only hurting yourself and taping five steps backwards. So if you're stressed and have adrenal issues, you got to really look at cutting out the caffeine and warning, you may have a couple days of a headache or two or some withdrawals from that, but it's worth it because it does make a difference. Yeah, I had to remove it completely and I make my own kombucha. So I had to put my babies into hibernation for a while. (laughs) Right. Um, but some other uh, aspects, like the brain fog, uh, it was just unbearable. Like I talked, I told you about this, um, and I talked about it on the article on paleo porn as well. But there was a time when I was in the kitchen and I was making something. I don't even know what it was, but I called out from the kitchen and I asked Jeff a question and. 10 minutes later, I called and asked him the same question because I didn't remember him answering me. And then like five minutes after that, I asked him the same question because again, I didn't, I couldn't remember him answering me. And it was my short term memory was just, it, it was a non-existence. And that was when we rushed and tried to get testing done because that was scaring Jeff. And it was, I, I could say it was scaring me, but I didn't really know, <laughs> you know, like, well, cause it's a gradual decline of the brain. And so then you end up there and it's, it's not like you go from one day feeling great. And then the next day your brain's not working. It's like this slow, gradual decline. And so you almost kind of get used to this state where you're then, and, and I don't know if you experienced this, but my experience was when you have depression and like adrenal issues like that, it's hard to even muster up the motivation to even go fix it. Like that, there's a weird, right? It's really tough. Yeah. Like, so during, um, during that time we watched Dave Asprey's moldy documentary. And at one point we thought after watching that film, maybe there's mold, you know, in the house and maybe that's a contributor to what was going on. This was before I had taken the cortisol test and learned that I had adrenal fatigue. And so I had a mold test done, but searching for someone to run that test took me, I think like two months because I, I would do a search one day and not find what I was looking for and then not want to call and talk to anybody because I didn't. Right. You don't even have the mental like wherewithal to even pick up the phone. Yeah. Yeah. And then even if I was to pick up the phone and call them, I had no idea what I would say to them. (laughs) Like I, there was no line of questioning that I had except, can you come here? Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. And so we did eventually have a mold test done. And in um, response to that, we we picked up an IQ air true HEPA system. And we filtered the air in our house in the location where the test was run. And that was one thing that we did do that contributed to helping because we did notice a difference. And that um, the air filter, which was supposed to last a year after two or three months, we were changing that and it was black. It was, wow. It was crazy. (laughs) So it's like, you don't know exactly. I didn't know exactly what was causing all of the stress, but I mean, it it was multifaceted. There was, there was business stress. There was, you know, personal stress. There was, working out and trying to lose weight because it was just constantly being gained. And I was like, how am I, how is this happening? Because I'm, 
you know, and then, and then with the brain, you're like, I'm doing everything right. So what's going on? It's a frustrating place to be. Yeah. And then, and then deciding to stop working out or being told by Dr. Reynas at one point that I could not work out anymore. He told I'm really glad he said that to you. I tell that to a lot of people is the hardest thing to hear, but it is so true because you will hurt your progress moving forward and you it's like how quick do you want to get better yeah and it's really tough though when you're gaining weight and you don't have control over it because your mind says go work out to get ahead of this because i don't want to get fatter than i was yesterday i got to stay the same and then that's an extra level of stress yeah exactly and and so i stayed i stayed going to daily method but i no longer was taking bar classes i was only going for the yin yoga which was low stress and and yin yoga and meditation and and i would sit outside the doorway because they're back to back classes. And I would see all the women in there doing bar and I would just long to be in there doing that class. And so it was like, it was hard. It was really hard to stop because also for me, I have to work out first thing in the morning. I, that's just that getting that energy out and feeling the strength of completing a workout for me, just, it guides me into the rest of my day. And so Having him, having me starting to feel slightly stronger after having been there for a while, and then him being like, "Nope, you got to stop that right now." <laughs> the day, great advice. Yeah, the day, the day, it, and I was stopped for a complete month working out completely and just doing meditation only. And the, the day that I came back to Daily Method, it was like, "This is fabulous," and I felt better, and it was, I was really happy that. I followed that, you know, I mean, I was taking every advice to a T that I could, you know, that he would recommend. So it was, it was a good, a good advice there. <laughs> well, and I love that, you know, and like with everything, even my thyroid journey as well, you know, you went through this journey and you figure out the component that you needed the most, which is what most people in this world need, which is the de-stressing component of all of this. So I love that you created this course and that you can just, you know, after the seven days, take these with you and listen to them over and over again whenever you feel the need or as a regular practice. Yeah. And especially for me, because traveling, I mean, I enjoy traveling and going places and, and that I made that a priority in my life. And so Again, not being in the space with Lorna um, because I can't take her with me, <laughs> but now I can. So, I mean, having these recordings available to me when I travel, when I'm not local to my hometown, it, it was really important for me. And then helping others to start their meditation practice it was the priority for me building this out. So. That is so awesome. I love it. Well, we will put all of these links in the show notes, but weekofzen.com, you can go there right now and purchase the course as well as paleoporn.com for recipes and to join their community and get updates on when the Paleo MX, Mexico, uh, Mexican Healthy Paleo Primal Authentic Recipes, and also Paleo Pigskin as well. Anything else you'd like to leave our audience with? No, I mean... If you have any issues with adrenal exhaustion, adrenal fatigue, if there's anything that I can help you with, please reach out. I would love to help anybody who's um, who's having these kinds of issues. And that's the whole reason why I shared my story on, on paleo porn in the first place was um, to help whoever's suffering from these things as well. Yeah, we can only, you know, it's really through personal stories and experience of others. You know, the, half of the things that I solved in going through my thyroid journey were things I heard from other people who had already went 
through it themselves, you know, because they know. And no doctor could have given me that level of camaraderie and understanding. Right. And it's, yeah, for me, it was so important to be able to relate to other people who are going through this because for two years, I, I was, I was silent and trying to solve it on my own. And I, I really needed that community aspect. It was really important for me. Yeah. And I remember, and I'm, uh, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but I remember about a year ago or so I had said, Hey, like, I would love you to have you come on the podcast. And I remember you were like, listen, honestly, I just can't right now. You're like, I can't, I'm dealing with this adrenal thing. I'm going through this thing and, and now's not the right time. I need to just sit back. And, um, you know, I remember being like, oh, wow. So we're so glad to have you on the podcast because I know there was a time when even that was like doing the dishes, right? It was like, I can't even think about <laughs> even even talking to anyone right now. And you were figuring it out too. So I'm sure you wanted to kind of get the answers first. Yeah, I couldn't slur sentences together <laughs> at all at that point. So yeah, I totally appreciated the offer. But at that time, it was like... No, I couldn't, I couldn't even deal. <laughs> so nice to see you on the other end and that you're offering that help to other people. It's so great. And, you know, we uh, all love you here at the Primal Blueprint. And again, paleoporn.com or weekofzen.com for the meditation course. And thank you so much. We look forward to having you back on. Thanks, Al. Hi, folks. Mark Sisson here. And I'd like to tell you about my biggest undertaking yet, the Primal Health Coach Program. My mission is to create a global network of primal health coaches to help transform the health and consciousness of our communities into ones of optimal wellness and happiness. Becoming a primal health coach empowers you to take your primal passions to the next level and embark on a career you love, inspiring others to live lives of vitality and lasting wellness. If you dream of a career in health coaching but have been held back by worries such as the investment of time and money, then I encourage you to hesitate no longer. Health coaching is the fastest growing specialty in all of coaching, and we've created an online education program that allows you to learn from the comfort of your own home and at your own pace. The world needs primal health coaches to provide a blend of ancestral wellness solutions to the modern health crisis. The world needs you. Are you ready to become one of the world's most trusted, experienced, and knowledgeable health coaches? To learn more about this online certification program and to take the first step toward a career you love, visit PrimalHealthCoach.com and subscribe.